This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Hopefully you had a good weekend. Someone who a lot of people have been talking about is Lakin Riley. Lakin Riley was a Georgia nursing student who was killed by an illegal immigrant by the name of Jose Antonio Ibarra. Now, one of the things I don't like to do is politicize people's deaths because I think it's almost in some ways demeaning to people who lived full lives as people to have them used somehow as a political football. But what her story does do, and I hope the family doesn't find this disrespectful at all, what this story does do is underscore how broken our system is. Because for every crime her killer committed, he was let free. Every chance to prevent the tragedy that unfolded was squandered. Police say the killing of this beautiful Augusta University College nursing student was a crime of opportunity, but it was an opportunity provided again and again by a an immigration system and a justice system that had gone totally off the rails. Just to back it up, the suspect, Jose Antonio Ibarra, illegally crossed the border into El Paso in September of last year, illegally. So if we had better security or better provisions for either keeping these people out of the country or deporting them once they were here, this person might still be alive. And this was not an asylum seeker. This was someone who crossed the border illegally. And the local aspect of this that is so troubling is that this woman is dead in Georgia because the New York City Council passed local laws barring the NYPD from cooperating with ICE. And as such, this suspect was released without any notification to federal law enforcement at all. Local law 228. This is absolutely crazy. Ibarra's wife admits that's why they got married, so they could join their asylum cases. His wife was an asylum seeker. And Ibarra and his family were bused to New York where more laws were broken. They received free food, free shelter, courtesy of the taxpayer. Ibarra delivered for DoorDash and Uber Eats. And this man was arrested for carrying a child without a helmet or protection on his scooter. But rather than triggering any sort of review in immigration court, he was let go. And when Ibarra and his wife split up, he headed to Georgia to be with his brother, who was also working illegally. And there, Ibarra saw Lake and Riley, 22 years old, out jogging and, according to police, killed her. Some people are going to say that this is just leading to anti-migrant sentiment. No, this ought to be a wake-up call for every American, irrespective of your politics, that New York's laws are broken and system on a national level. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 
local spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is the other side of midnight on Superstar Frank Morano on 77 WABC. We've been telling you all about the gerrymandering slash redistricting battle here in New York State. And it looked like finally this was going to be put to rest for eight years because this bipartisan redistricting commission finally approved lines, which are pretty similar to the congressional lines that are there now, which most people acknowledge are pretty fair. And now all that needs to be done is for the state legislature to approve the work of the bipartisan equal number of Democrats and Republicans. No independents, by the way. I'll point that out. The only thing that the state legislature needs to do is rubber stamp these maps and everybody can go on with their campaign. Well, Newsday, as well as other outlets, are reporting that a new map for New York's 26 congressional districts proposed by this bipartisan panel could be killed by the Democratic-led state legislature as soon as today. Of course they could. These maps are way too fair. Here is a quote from Newsday. A source with knowledge of the discussion said, quote, they're dead. They're dead. The independent redistricting map would have made almost no changes in New York's current congressional map, prompting criticism from some Democrats in part because the state could play a key role in which party wins control of Congress this fall and shifting district boundaries could make the difference in some swing districts. This is crazy. Under one potential scenario, the map could be defeated today. And then at some point, lawmakers approve legislation to adjust the petitioning period because the petitioning period is supposed to start tomorrow. I wish they would just do away with petitioning entirely, but that's a separate discussion. Apparently, the leader of the House Democrats, Hakeem Jeffries, who's a New Yorker and a former member of the New York State Legislature, is putting pressure on the state legislature to vote these maps down to redraw them in a manner that is more advantageous to the Democrats. Can't we be done? with this redistricting story. Everybody agrees these maps are pretty fair. Why push the envelope? A bipartisan commission consisting of Democrat and Republican appointees pretty much said these maps are fine. Not pretty much. They exactly said that. Can't we just move on and let the people vote rather than continuing to delay this process for one political party to try to press its advantage over another? How shameful. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Here we are again. How often must we do this story? Another week and another fire that started because of a lithium-ion battery. Authorities have identified the person who was who died in an apartment fire in Harlem as 27-year-old Fazil Khan. Khan was a data reporter at a nonprofit newsroom at Columbia University covering education, and he passed away in the fire, which is just incredibly sad. But what's even worse is that Friday's fire, which decimated Khan's apartment building on St. Nicholas Place, is also leaving other families homeless. But unfortunately, what's worse is that this was entirely predictable. This was yet another situation which was caused by a lithium-ion battery. 
one person dead, 17 people injured in this six-story apartment building fire. And FDNY officials confirmed on Saturday that the cause of this fire was a lithium-ion battery. Fire began inside a third-floor apartment at around 2.15 in the afternoon and quickly spread. Witnesses said they saw one person jumping out of the burning residential building. That person's condition is unknown. Here was one witness speaking about this situation. City definitely should do something about it because there's a lot of bikes around here and delivery people. And I cannot blame them because they do their jobs. But it's not safety, I would say, because... Those batteries not belongs to inside apartment. We need to do something about these lithium-ion batteries. I don't know if they have to be banned outright, but there needs to be greater regulation and greater enforcement that these batteries cannot be indoors. Bottom line, otherwise more people are going to continue to die. A frightening situation once again. Beam me up! To be continued. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I have been skeptical of the use of drones in many different scenarios. I don't like using drones to kill people. I don't like uh, using drones to spy on people. I don't like the possible accidents that drones can cause. However... The NYPD is launching one particular use of drones that I think I might be okay with. Mayor Eric Adams, who is an avowed technophile, you know this because he has this robot. He has this robot dog that is supposed to be fighting crime that two police are, at least two police, are protecting, which I I think is a little bit of a joke. But all right, we'll put aside the robot dog aspect of things for the moment. Mayor Adams said that they're launching drones carrying rafts that could join lifeguards in beach rescues. I think this is really interesting. They would be used to assist lifeguards at Coney Island as part of a pilot program starting this summer. I think this is potentially very good news and a very prudent use of technology by the mayor and the NYPD. This summer, struggling swimmers off Coney Island might be met not just by a young lifeguard in an orange suit, but also by assistance from above in the form of a bug-like device delivering an inflatable float. The raft-bearing drone is the latest in this series of gadgets promoted by the mayor as a way to improve life in New York City. And I think this is potentially 
something that could save many people's lives because city officials have struggled for years with how to improve water safety at public beaches with the strong riptides, all sorts of unskilled swimmers, and these perennial lifeguard staffing shortages. We saw four people drown last year off city beaches, all of them when lifeguards were off duty, and three drowned the year before that. And there have been years with more drownings. In 2019, there were at least seven at Rockaway beaches alone. So if these drones, I don't know how much they're going to cost, but uh, if these drones can be successful in saving some people's lives, why not? Why not? I'm all for giving this a try. As skeptical as I am about drones. To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.